Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back to the Mike Calder Show. Comedian Steve Byrne is here. Hi. He's a guy I like to call friend of the show. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's a short list. I mean, we say it to a lot of people, but we don't mean it to a lot of people. Right. You, Bert, Ralphie, and... Dom. Dom Irrera. Like, but, but, but Dom Irrera is not a guy that we don't we don't text, like, talk to right. Dom outside Hang the show. Outside, yeah. so. uh, Gary Cannon, surprisingly, friend of the show. So my brother is in L.A. the other day, and you know, I call... gig? Gary, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call him. Awesome. I go. I go to my brother. I go. What are you doing? He goes. I'm at Katana having dinner with the new warm up guy for Conan O'Brien. I was like, no kidding. So yeah, him and Gary. Kennedy oh really? Like I didn't now. know that. Yeah, he's yeah. doing that because uh, Jimmy Pardo was doing it, right? Yeah, and uh, I don't know what happened, but they offered it to Cannon because Cannon, like the thing about Cannon, he really cares about that job. He does. Awesome. Yeah, he doesn't want to ever have a real job. The funny thing about it though is <laughs> Jimmy Pardo much funnier than Gary Cannon. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe Jimmy Pardo decided... Nah, I mean, really, there's a lot of comedians that are much funnier <laughs> yeah. than Gary Cannon. Uh, yeah, so, but uh, we had some heat with, with Conan for a little while. We, uh, you guys had, did? Yeah, he had apologized to us on TV. and What happened? Uh, he made fun of Tampa when the Lighting were playing the Bruins, and yeah. uh, they the Lighting won the playoffs, and where the Bruins put up these posters, and... I got mad at the Bruins and made him take the posters down. It was a long, big fight yeah. with the whole city of Boston. But then um, he made some sort of, oh, at least they, they you don't have to live in Tampa or something. Oh, they still have to live in Tampa. Ha, ha, ha. And I was yeah, like, how, was- how are we letting him get away with this? So we just attacked him. We gave out his phone number to everybody in his office, and <laughs> we shut the office down. And then he had to get on the air and like apologize and then send out an, uh, a semi-funny tweet. Tampa's a great place to live if you're a mosquito. <laughs> right. So he went. we went from loving Conan to hating Conan, but we don't really care. We're and just, now you like Conan. Yeah, we just like, we're just in it for the fight. We don't really, yeah. it wasn't really against Conan. <laughs> but now that like, Gary's there, I said, hey, tell him that the Tampa guy's... Anytime he wants to come on and apologize to Tampa like a real man, we're welcome to have He's welcome to come on. Uh, let's bring Ricky Carmichael in, please. This is the winningest man in motocross history. This is a guy who has never worked a real job, I would I would guess, a day in his life. Right. Like, he's never had to get up and go and put an apron on. He's never had to shovel anything or Just has to put anything. a helmet on. Or develop a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. He's just a professional athlete. Yes, at there the he is. Game. Ricky, we're just talking about... What's the last? Sorry, I'll give you a chance to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> what, what's a, did you ever have to have a real job? Now, not saying what you do is not work, but I mean like a job where you had to put an apron on or Working rake, in a rake shoe something. Store. Yeah. No, I never did. Best, I never did. Best Sorry, life yeah, ever. Yeah. No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? Dave Navarro, the guitar player for the Chili Peppers and right. for Jane's Addiction, he started playing in Jane's Addiction when he was like sixteen. And then when I heard that, I was working like a telemarketing thing and uh-huh. in my 20s, and I thought, this son of a bitch has never have to have a bad job. He went from Jane's Addiction to Red right. Hot Chili Peppers. That's his job, and girls yeah. want to touch him and all that stuff. So that was God like, bless. for me, I, I started so young. I started when I was five years old, and then, I mean, I signed my first professional contract when I was 16. Whoa, and how much was that for? Uh... 30,000 bucks. Oh. Wow. What did your father do for a living? Uh, he was an electrician. So that he was probably made... 
You just doubled the net income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. I, I think he wasn't making much. What happens with that money at sixteen? Do they put it in a trust for you, or do they say, well, "Hey, look, there's the, some expenses that come with"? Oh well, the first thing I did is I built my own like track. A uh, fellow let me use his property. I built my track. It cost me sixteen thousand bucks to oh, build my own wow. track. So it's right nice there, half my gone, salary. Yeah. So. <laughs> There but, you go. But, but yeah, that's a good that, investment. Yeah, they set me up in LLC, all that good stuff. And, uh, Do they the resent you? Does your father resent you? I'm out there changing goddamn fuses for this year. <laughs> you know what? You. I, I, don't, I don't think so. No. I hope not. Like, I, I kind of think, like, my son's eight, and right. I think he could do, like, acting and stuff. So then if I take him, and I have to, like, put a lot of time and effort into that. And then if he gets a shot, you know, a shot and he's making millions of dollars, I don't want to be the parent that starts taking his money. But look, I had, right. I had, to, that, I had to do a lot of work here. That's one thing my parents, I was very fortunate. My parents never took a dime from me. And I always had, like, I I saw, uh, you know, what they were risking, basically risking it all, putting all their their earnings towards my racing, hoping it would would work work out. out. And it did, so I always wanted to give back to them, and I'd take good care of them now. So. Now, yeah. Oh, that's, you have siblings? Uh, no, I'm the only one. The only? They so were like, that might be why. We got a moneymaker. We don't need yeah. any more kids. We got this one going. <laughs> so they say, we looked up celebrity net worth before you came in here. Have you ever looked it up? Did they know how much you yeah, say I you're saw, worth? I saw that. Uh, I said $25 million. Mm-hmm. Accurate? Close? High? Low? Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah pretty close. Yeah, it is. Pretty like, awesome. You see that, I'm yeah. like, damn, they got it. Yeah, it's, they figured it out. Close, How right. old of a man are you? I'm 35. 35 years old, $25 million. How old are you? 40. 40. <laughs> <laughs> I, if it makes you feel any better, I feel like I'm 40. Uh, well, you if should. If I had to guess what 40 felt like, yeah. I'm there. Well, look well, at you, it. You're looking at it. <laughs> you're pretty good for 40. Run down, whiskey nah, running dude, through the agar, Come on, dude. You're doing good for yourself. What's the worst injury that you've man, had? Man, I, I, I've been pretty fortunate. I mean... Listen, I raced for 25 years. I started when I was five years old. So I've had a lot of bad crashes. But yeah. four, I think I've, I've broken four bones. Now, that's not bad considering wow. all four? the yeah. racing I've done. Yeah. Throughout those 25 years, it's really, that's really great. good. That's yeah. great. I would assume you've been like Jackie Chan, where it's just like there's yeah. just uh, just like a body cast at right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Evil Knievel, you break, break like every bone in your body. Yeah. I was very fortunate that... Uh, yeah, that I was I was healthy, but I prepared very good just just to try to eliminate that. I, I have a uh, young son, so if he tells me I want to be, I think I could do this. How do you know the difference between somebody that could be great at it and somebody who's just going to be mediocre? Well, you were telling telling me that you had a son that's eight. I have a son that's seven, right. about to be eight, and I don't know that I'd let him do it. As no, crazy right? as, I mean, that's what I made my living doing, and I right. love it dearly. It's provided great opportunities for me. Uh, that. You know, there's there's so many guys that I s- saw, and even today, growing up, that are that age that you know they just got it, but then when they get to the premier level, then something happens and they don't get over that hump. So it's it's very you know anything can happen. I I think so. It's hard to answer that question yeah. because you might have the most talent in the world, but then you get to the big show and then something happens and you don't make it. Yeah. So you really, I, I don't know, I can't tell you, yeah, this kid's going to make it. He has a good chance, but once you flip that page, you know, and, and you go to the big leagues, it's like... It's a whole, know, different, whole different world. Like guys are good in college, but never make it in the bigs. In the pros, right. Same, in the pros, same thing for Moto. What, what about... Um, uh, 
oh God, I lost my train of thought, but I was just thinking about it. If a kid on a motorcycle right. that you think is going to be great falling and breaking his neck while they yeah. were, oh, that, see, that's a, that's a disappointing part about the sport. You know, there, there are, there are some, you know, there's some, there's a danger factor yeah. to it like anything. And, uh, you know that going into it. So it's, uh, you know, that's, that's the risk you take, but there's a lot of safety precautions and, and, and equipment now that kind of help but at, at the at the end of the day you have to ride sensible you really do and, plus and pay I gotta, attention i gotta imagine now you have to start when you're like four or five yeah like there's nobody coming in and like 17 and be like hey i'll give this a shot no not that no yeah, yeah absolutely you're exactly right you got to start at a fairly young age uh as the winningest guy in motocross history uh that's gonna feel pretty good do you do you so you're not competing now are you yeah no no more competing i'm retired from racing but doing uh, what year did you retire like how old uh, are you? i was uh 27 god bless <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> retired from a Hold 10 years time, years. Out, man. time, out, time year? out though i gotta stick up for myself here. oh no you are I, 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 I retired from racing i didn't retire from working right, yeah, right? right. i'm still you. here talking to you guys oh no <laughs> i'm working right i'm I'm, I'm all, I don't hate it. I'm happy for your success. So, uh, yeah, I, I was fortunate and, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate. I was on some great teams, some great people around me. Um, I was very successful, which, which helped out financially, obviously. And I hit it at the right time. The economy was great. Yeah. The sport, the, the growth of the sport was really booming. So, uh, what's the dumbest thing that you bought with your money? And you're like, I gotta go get it. Like I saw those in sync guys one time on, on <laughs> cribs and the guy, one guy was like, uh, he rebuilt the Man, Knight Rider car you, or something. I, I, st- I just still think, I never bought like a Ferrari or nothing like that, but I just feel like any time that I, I, looking back, that I bought a car, whether, you know, whatever it might have been, nothing too uh, flamboyant, but... The, just the cars, I would say, because you know you have them for a year, and then the things are gone, and they you yeah know, they go down in value so much that 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 was probably every time like man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Do you have a regular motorcycle, like I, a street motorcycle? No, no huh? I don't. Why? I don't. I don't. I don't trust the drivers out yeah. there. <laughs> wow, that's, that's exactly crazy. why I don't ride a uh, street bike. Uh, me too. That's why. I got, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I was training one day on my bicycle and got hit by a car. Oh. Luckily, I was all right. But uh, I, I knew, like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not going to take my chances on a, on a street bike. Smart. You man. could just say Asians. I, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, actually, it was like some college dude. You know, and just, yeah, just boom, ran yeah, right I, into I, me. I tell you right now, I hate it. Not you, but I mean, the motorcycle guys are, because I feel bad. I'm in a giant car and you're whipping through traffic on them. I want to hit you. Yeah, so you, <laughs> I know. They give us bad, they give guys like me a bad name. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. not everyone is like that, really. <laughs> but there at the etiquette. same time, in, etiquette. in my mind, if we're stuck in traffic, you just pop up on a on a car and ride over everybody's hoods like they do in the movie. <laughs> That'd be the great way to go. Right. Ricky Carmichael is here with us. When you look at those guys riding, um, those Can-Am Spiders, you call them fags, right? When they yeah, drive past yeah. you. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know if you wouldn't catch me in one. <laughs> That'd be the only way I'd be able to ride. Right? I have, I'd love to have a Harley and go there, but I know that's how I'll die. There's no way I'm coordinated Is that the enough. equivalent of like rollerblading in boy shorts? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and hold like really, dude? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Totally. That is so funny. Uh, you are here for the Amazon Arena Cross, which is happening for the first time at the Emily Arena on Saturday. 
Now, what do you do out there? Well, um, just you, just like for the ambassador? Funds, funds, yeah, ambassador. Uh, we put together with Feld uh, Feld Entertainment the Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross. So basically, what it is is bringing all the young talent coming up through the amateur ranks. They have to go through the Amsoil Arena Cross to, uh, you know, they have to get a certain amount of points to eventually make it to the elite level of Supercross racing racing which is uh, monster energy supercross you guys see on fox sports one yeah, right, all yeah. the time uh, do you scout out talent like do you have a team or anything like yeah, that yeah myself and carrie hart have a race team together and um we're in the we race a premier class in the monster energy supercross class that's the 450 class uh so we do a little bit of scouting uh me a little bit more because i'm more hands-on on the you know the the series like the amsoil arena cross right. which is the step before monster energy supercross and yeah, we do. I mean, yeah. there's a, but there's so many, so much good talent. And and what's crazy is you watch this talent. You really have to go further than just their riding and what they do on the track. You kind of got to like look at their family, yeah. where they come from, what's the background story. It's it's really bizarre nowadays. It's think I think the the more you scout stuff out, you try to go a little bit deeper than just their ability to riding because sure. at the end of the day. You know, you, you, you want to see what they're made of because a lot of guys can ride a bike really And this good. is a big money business. You're, you're oh, yeah. investing in somebody. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and these sponsors, you know, they want uh, they, they they want your guys up front and, yeah. and running good for that ROI. But uh, the arena cross is really fun. We have a great time and uh, definitely it, it, it's a fun event. I always enjoy coming to them. I kind of split my time between Monster Energy Supercross and Amsoil Arena Cross and I, I really enjoy this. This so is the fun. first time in a long time anything like that has been here. They yeah. used to do it at the uh, at the stadium yeah, back in the day. That's and right. We haven't done that for a while, and this is something that, that I enjoy checking out. Now, they they put on great shows with the um, uh, the Nuclear Cowboys and all that oh, stuff, yeah. but uh, this is this is a real racing. I mean, this is some good some good motorcycle racing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It is, and like you said, you got some of the best guys in the world doing that, and then the young talent coming up. Hopefully, hopefully they will be able to get to the the premier level of racing. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, the the competition level is high, and the racing in the arena as opposed to like we used to race at the stadium, the Supercross, right. a lot bigger track. This is so tight. So the racing is really compact. I mean, and there's a lot of rubbing. You know, like uh, rubbing's racing. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's all I know about NASCAR. I, I got to tell, tell you, arena crosses, there's never a dull moment, and things are happening so fast. So it is really a fun event, one of my favorites you to go to. kick people as you're getting close to them? Uh, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say kick, but elbow for elbow? sure. Elbow? Oh, you'll throw yeah, an you elbow. you need your feet. For huh? sure. Yeah, you need your feet. Is there an area that has better riders? Like, is there some that, like, California has a lot of great riders or Midwest? or where do they come from generally? Predominantly Southern California and this area. Florida? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's absolutely. No, there's no anything here, though. So the problem there is that we always talk about getting four-wheelers because he used to have them, and around here, everything's so flat. Yeah. It's hard to, you have to go build your own Yeah, you area. have to build your own thing, and, and that, you know, with, with the growth of, you know, houses and all this stuff, you know, malls going up only place you can really go ride is like a private facility yeah you know so it definitely makes it tough if you want to just go down to a motorcycle shop buy a motorcycle and uh and, and ride you, you kind of have to know somebody i mean there are a couple public tracks 
for sure, but uh, yeah. you know you're you're limited to some point. It's yeah. funny. I was telling Steve earlier. I grew up in Illinois, and I rode all the time, like since I was five years old. Uh-huh. So me and my brother and one of our friends were sitting around at thirty something, and we said, you know, that used to be so fun riding dirt bikes. Went out and bought dirt bikes. Everything in Florida is sand and dirt. Yeah. So we were riding, and it was fun. And we had a good time. And we said we should go to a track. So we went to a track. Pulled up with our bikes on the trailer, and there's like 13 year old kids going like 20 feet in the air, yeah. just whipping around. I just left my bike on the trailer. <laughs> I, was like, I am not even going out there quit, and trying quit that. while you were ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I traded it in, got a four wheeler. I said, Yeah, this yeah. is more. This is more my style. Right. It's uh, it, it it truly is amazing how fast these kids are nowadays at yeah. a young age. I mean, I look at video of back in my day when I was. 12, 13 years old, it's embarrassing. I'm riding this thing, it's like a dinosaur. Well, yeah, that too, though. Leaps and bounds in the technology and all the different stuff that they have. 100% technology. You and uh, Carrie have the, you're good friends, I would assume? Yeah, yeah, we've become good friends, and I've known him for a real long time. And uh, about three years ago, uh, he had an existing race team, and uh, we ended up linking up together so now we now we have a race team uh co-owner um, or co-ownership and in, in the race team together so uh, rch racing is is our race team and it, it's been really fun he, you know he has his demographic i have my demographic obviously you know about carrie and, and where he came from and you know a little more edgy lifestyle All as opposed to pink. mine yeah right yeah well, can <laughs> i tell you what i think of the first thing i think of when i told him is that he so him and pink get married and then they get separated or whatever, and she starts telling everybody how to, he has a beautiful penis. And I thought, I can't even get ex-girlfriends to talk about me in any good light. And then she's <laughs> going around telling everyone how great his penis yeah. is. And I thought, must have a beautiful penis. So uh, I'm glad to see the two of you together. <laughs> uh, well, we haven't, we haven't taken it that far, that's for sure. I don't want to know anything. about that. That's, that's for uh, sure. But it, it's awesome. So... Our, our deal works really good, I think, just from a sponsor perspective, just because, we, you know, we cater to all sorts of fans. Oh, we're looking forward to it. I think it's great to have us it's here. It's going to be great, man. And, and after the beautiful penis comment, I'm sure there's quite a, quite a different assortment of fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe showing up for the ring. <laughs> right? Uh, Guys on rollerblades with sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling up out of Vespa. Yeah. Check out uh, Amsoil Arena, Arena Cross, Ricky Carmichael's Road to Supercross, which is happening Saturday at 7 o'clock at the Amelie Arena. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, it should be a great event. And uh, what what is Amateur Day? That's on Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. They uh, tame the track down just a little bit, and uh, the amateurs can come out and, and race on Sunday. Really cool. Actually, I was able to do that a couple times Right. When I was when I was an amateur racer, and it's it's cool. It gives the amateurs a chance to come uh, get out on the race. Yeah. Right. Get the hitch. I'll be there. Tell your dad to come down with yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. with the <laughs> <astro> <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, look, it's a pleasure to have you in here. Thanks, guys. I have to say, uh, you never know. With any sort of athlete that comes in here, you never know how they're going to be on there. You're fantastic on the mic. You should be a spokesman for Thanks, for man. yeah. Uh, Ricky Carmichael's Road to Supercross Saturday at the Emily Arena. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.